talk them anytime you want at your virtue restaurant. Welcome back, humans. As promised, we're going to talk about knowledge in this episode. Shouldn't take too long. Shouldn't be a long episode. To quickly recap what I talked about in my last episode, I talked about how humility is a type of self-knowledge of recognizing our need for God. I titled last week's episode, The Kid's Meal, because Jesus told us in the Gospels to turn and become like children. If we want to enter the kingdom of heaven, we must turn and become like children. And what he meant by that was, in the same way that a child is dependent on their parent, we too should recognize and rest in our dependence on God, and that is the source of humility recognizing my dependence on God, recognizing my need and my weakness and all that jazz. So picking up from there, we're going to talk about what exactly knowledge is and what it is not. And we're going to start with what it is not so we can more clearly see what it is. Now, all of this stuff is in the section of the dialogue that's called the bridge, Everything that I've been reading so far is in the section called The Bridge. This is page 157. God says to Catherine, What made it clear that this was the truth? He's asking a question. The light given by grace, given to whoever wants to receive this light beyond natural light. Every light that comes from Holy Scripture has come and still comes from that light. This is why foolish, proud, and learned people go blind, even though it is light, because their pride and the cloud of selfish love have covered and blotted out this light. So they read scripture literally rather than with understanding. They taste only its letter in their chasing after a multiplicity of books, never tasting the marrow of scripture, because they have let go of the light by which scripture was formed and proclaimed. Such as these, then, wonder and fall to whining when they see so many uncultured and unschooled in biblical knowledge, yet as enlightened in knowledge of the truth as if they had studied for a long time. But this is no wonder at all, for they possess the chief source of that light from which learning comes. But because these proud folk have lost that light, They neither see nor know my goodness or the light of grace that is poured out in my servants. So God is saying to Catherine here, he's illustrating how there are lots of people out there who think that they are very knowledgeable because they know a lot about scripture. Recognize how I said know a lot about. Because God is saying here they read it too literally. They taste only its letter in their chasing after a multiplicity of books, never tasting the marrow of scripture. They never really dig into it. They never understand it on its its spiritual level, on its application to my life level. They just understand it in a very literal sense, in a very intellectual way, and this is what scripture says, and da-da-da-da, and that's it. And then they look at other people who don't know this stuff, who've never gone to seminary or never gone to college, and they don't know this, that, and the other thing, and they don't know this tense and that tense, and they don't know the language that it was written in, and blah, 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 blah. 
And they say, oh, these people can't possibly know scripture. And they're, they're dumbfounded by the fact that these people do understand scripture. They understand the point. They understand what God really is trying to say. And this confuses them. Why? Because God says they're blinded by their pride. They have prided themselves on being so learned and so knowledgeable. They're blinded to the fact that they really don't know much of anything at all. And they look at these people who are unschooled and uncultured and how do they know these things? How do they know these things? Well, knowledge is a gift. That's what God is illustrating here. This light that God is saying, this, this God is talking about. He says every light that comes from Holy Scripture has come and still comes from that light. The light that God's talking about is the light of faith. Is the light of the Holy Spirit. So we talked about before, it's a gift. It's a gift from God. It's not something that you can sit down with a book and eventually attain. No, God has to give it to you. It is a gift. And knowledge is a gift of the Holy Spirit. You ever see those lists? If you look these up or you remember seeing this, there's, there's a list of the fruits of the Holy Spirit and there's also a list of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And knowledge is one of those gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's something that comes directly from God and cannot be attained by our own powers. That's what God is illustrating to Catherine by this example. You see those who have spent many years studying and they pride themselves on this. And yet they look at these people who haven't spent much of any time studying like they have and yet they understand it. How does this happen? Because it's a gift and God gives it to whoever he wills. God continues talking to Catherine. He says, I tell you, therefore, it is far better to walk by the spiritual counsel of a humble and unschooled person with a holy and upright conscience than by that of a well-read but proud scholar with great knowledge. There it is again. You need that humility. In order to receive this gift of knowledge, you need humility. And humility and knowledge go hand in hand. As I said in the last episode, humility really is a knowledge of self. Where does that knowledge of self come from? It comes from God. It's a gift. It's not something we can attain on our own. You can start to understand, you know, if you study psychology, you can start to understand certain cognitive patterns and this, that, and the other thing. And when I think this, it leads to that and da-da-da-da. You can understand some of that. But you see so many people out there who have major degrees in psychology, and yet they don't see their own sin. They don't understand themselves. Why? Why does this happen? Because they're blinded. Why are they blinded? They haven't asked God for that light. That light to see myself clearly, to see my sins and my need for God clearly is a gift. I have to ask for it. I can't study it. I have to ask for it. We're going to pause there quick, take an ad break, and we'll be right back. Okay, back from our break. We have been talking about the difference between actual knowledge and 
not actual knowledge, apparent knowledge. Somebody who uh, thinks that because they study a lot and they read a lot that they have knowledge. On some sen- in some sense, on some level, they do. But it's not the kind of knowledge that God really wants. It's not the kind of knowledge that's really fruitful for eternity and for salvation. God illustrated to Catherine that pride will blind a person from the kind of knowledge that they actually need. And that knowledge, again, is the knowledge of self. It's the knowledge of my need for God. So we'll continue on in the dialogue. And again, this is still in the bridge, the section that's called the bridge. God says, You cannot imagine how great is people's foolishness. They have no sense or discernment, having lost it by hoping in themselves and putting their trust in their own knowledge. And he's quoting there Proverbs twenty six twelve and twenty eight twenty six. O stupid people, do you not see that you are not the source of your own knowledge? It is my goodness, providing for your needs, that has given it to you. So God's quoting there, yeah, I'm sure you've heard it before, or hopefully you've heard it before. Scripture says, Proverbs says, trust not in your own knowledge, lean not on your own understanding, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, Trust in him. Trust in God and he will guide you. He will guide your steps. He will lead your path. However your translation words it. God basically says to you, do not trust in your own understanding. Do not pride yourself that because I have read a lot of books and I have this and that degree, then I'm very knowledgeable and I don't need God. And I don't need anyone's help because I know what I'm doing. Oh, stupid and foolish people. God says, you are stupid and foolish when you do that, when you think that way. Do you not see that you are not the source of your own knowledge? It is my goodness providing for your needs that has given it to you. God's illustrating there what I said before, how knowledge is a gift. Knowledge is a gift of the Holy Spirit. You can see all kinds of people who have all this so-called knowledge, yet they don't understand a simple thing. I'm sure you've seen those kind of people. Especially the ones that don't understand themselves. That's mostly what we're talking about. Those who might know everything about everybody else, but yet they don't understand themselves. Why? Why do they not understand themselves? Because knowledge of self is a gift. God continues, What shows you this? That which you experience in yourselves. Say you want to do something you neither can do nor know how to do. Sometimes you have the knowledge, but not the ability. And at other times you have the ability, but not the knowledge. Sometimes you do not have time. Or if you have the time, you lack the desire. I grant all this to provide for your salvation, so that you may know that you are nothing of yourselves and have reason to humble yourselves and not become proud. So what God is telling Catherine to do here is just look at your life. He says, look at your life. Sometimes in your own life you experience this situation. You want to do something, but you don't know how. Oh, wow. There are things we don't know how to do. (laughs) Sometimes you have the knowledge. You may know how to do it, but you can't actually do it. There are people out there, I know how to do that, but I don't have the ability to do it. It might be an injury. It might be I don't have the time, God also says. Sometimes you don't have the time to do it. Hmm. And sometimes you may have the knowledge, you know how to do it, 
you are capable of doing it. You're physically, bodily capable. And you have the time to do it. But yet you don't feel like doing it. Mm, I don't want to do it right now. So God says, just look at your own life. Look at all this situation in your own life. And you can recognize that you cannot rely on yourself. I grant all this to provide for your salvation so that you may know that you are nothing of yourselves and may have reason to humble yourselves and not become proud. So God is saying, I permit this to happen, that kind of situation, so that you will be aware of your need for me. So you find change and privation in everything, for things are not at your command. Only my grace is firm and stable and cannot be taken away from you or changed unless you change it by departing from this grace and turning to sin. God expands on this and says to Catherine that the privation, the person's inability to do it, maybe an injury, maybe the not having the time, maybe whatever, should enlighten you to the fact that everything is not at your command. And only my grace is firm and stable and cannot be taken away from you. Other things can be taken away from you. Your time, your physical abilities, they can be taken away from you. But my grace cannot be taken away from you unless you depart from it and turn to sin. So again, God is just circling back around and around and around. God keeps saying the same thing over and over again. You need to trust in my mercy. You need to... Have that knowledge of yourself and your own sins. You need to ask for it because it's a gift. And then when you have that knowledge, you will hate your selfishness, you will hate that sin, and you will come to know my mercy. To know my mercy. He means they're not just understanding it in your mind, but really knowing your need for it and experiencing it. Having firsthand experience of God's mercy. The one thing that sustains you. His help, His grace, His coming down to meet you where you are. That's the one thing that God keeps repeating over and over again. And in all these different discussions and all these different things He explains to Catherine, it's one thing He keeps repeating. You need me. That's it. You need me. And your life will be so much easier so long as you recognize that. As long as you're honest about it. Okay? So that's my hope for you. Just trust in that. It's nothing to be ashamed of. You need God. I need God. We all need God. Trust in it. And he will meet you. Have a blessed day. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs>